Hey, greetings everybody. Uh, this is Wesley Pepper. This is the Art Lexia. We are episode 89, so we're getting close to our 100. It's been cool. Almost 100 hours of dope as like art based content. So, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, you know about that. So also, uh, just to actually forgot to press the button, which I do every week. Um, and I write it down in front of me to press the button. It's weird. Um, anyway, uh, just to pick up Julius Pats and my brother. Um, thanks for all your hard work, my king. He's our producer all the way from Harare. And I'm with Caesar and Corsi. Caesar, how are you, my sister? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just like so grateful to be alive. Um, yeah, greetings everybody. And thank you for the love and the engagement and the affirmation of the work that we do, you know. I really appreciate that. And yeah, we are stronger together, Amos. It's all about black love. Black love. And black love. Yeah. Black love. And I'm so excited, Wes, for today's episode because, you know, we have a beautiful sister. And um, I'll introduce her. Um, Jay, just in a second, Mrs. Renee. But uh, yeah, like last week's episode also was something, yeah. Yeah, man. We Thank you, Andile, for coming through, man. Um, that was that was something, you know. That was really something. Thanks, my brother, um, for for taking time. I know his schedule is pretty hectic, and he found time to speak to the biggest art-based. Yes, I've said it. Art-based podcast in South Africa. I've said it. And not the first time I said it, it won't be the second, third one. Yes, thank you for coming, my team. We appreciated it too much. Uh, Cesar, just before you introduce the guest, just for our guest, what we will do, um, uh, yeah, uh, I guess as like a, as a hell of a lot of work. So we'll just, um, you know, after this, we'll just play a montage of our work. Okay, so sure, guys. Like it's been a long day. I just want to say, um, we're just welcoming spring, and I think it's a beautiful way to also just kickstart this conversation because our guest today, um, Yenele is, you know, a visual artist. She, I, I like she caught my eye when she did this whole Mr. Price collaboration, Mr. Price Home collaboration welcoming the spring using like um vibrant colors and feminine touches you know uh but obviously she can introduce herself much better than i do but a very interesting um, sister who defines herself as a, as a living being i like that you know <laughs> I, I welcome know welcome 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 to me and yeah, a human artist. So come and yeah, can you please introduce yourself, Emily? Um, okay, thank you so much for inviting me for this. Um, <laughs> I, I hate introductions, I don't know what to say, but um, okay, I'm Kinebe, visual artist based in Johannesburg, but I am originally from Pretoria, Mamelodi. Okay, oh. uh, can you, you know, just for the listeners, so after that, we played of your work, um, you have a hell of a, uh, 
like one of the things that always draw me to your work is how you always center your work around yourself. It seems like you always have a focal uh, point of your work. There's also a lot of organic uh, sort of nature behind your work. And, con- and like completely, uh, I would say, opposite that, you've got to be also incredibly technical. Um, I, find, I find those two things, those are two loudest things about your, or three things about your, about your work. So um, we wanna we wanna pack we wanna pack a bunch of things. Um, given that you know um, just for listeners, also this episode has been recorded at the uh, 9th of September, meaning that the Joburg Art Week was last weekend. Um, so yeah, we were trying to yeah, that's just for listeners. So uh, can you let's just unpack it a little bit by bit, man. Um, just start with like a little bit of your background, not too much, you know, like you know you I know you from Victoria. Um, but where did your art um, schooling and your art consciousness start? And when did you realize that you want to do this permanently? Um, okay, so it's a bit of a long story, but I'll try to sum it up. Um, so my experience with art, I mean, I think just like everyone else, when you're a kid, um, you, you, you make art, right? Um, and so but i i can't say i even considered myself an artist then um nor did i imagine that it would be a career um so that was in primary school and so by the time i wanted to go to i I was going to high school i chose to go to a technical high school because um I don't know, I guess because I was good with uh, math and science, I just thought it would be a good idea. Um, perhaps I'll go into like a, um, like a STEM career or something like that. But mm-hmm. as soon as I started high school, I think, yeah, it was high school was quite traumatic. I went to Pretoria Technical High School, um, and obviously because it's a technical high school, there wasn't much emphasis on art. The closest thing to art that I did was technical drawing, which um, later influenced um, the work that I did, especially at, at the earlier stage of my career when I would. Um, make um, like geometric drawings and all that stuff. So I remember in grade nine, I wanted to go to um, an art school for the rest of my um, high school career. But my mom didn't want me to, she kind of just said I should finish what I started or whatever. Um, which, I mean, it was hard at the time, even thinking about it. Um, it's just one of those things where it makes you wonder how your life would have turned out had um, that happened. Um, so anyway, I continued and hated high school and went through a lot of depression. Um, um, but luckily I somehow um, passed my metric in time. So, um, so that was fine. And then 
my so the thought was I was gonna go to I wanted to study interior design because I thought well it, it's still technical but there's some creativity mixed with it um, and so I think I couldn't study in the first year after high school um, because my my result my what what did they call it M score wasn't enough to study at um, is it FADA? What what's that? FIDA. Um, the arts university. Um, so I went okay. to. I went to Twane University of Technology um, to study interior design um, and then soon realized that that was a huge mistake because like, um, I guess I wasn't really aware of what it's going to be like, but it turned out to be more technical than I wanted. Um, and I, yeah, I went through a bit of a mental breakdown and I dropped out and um, and that was when I was first diagnosed with I guess depression although that started earlier on um, and so after that that was a bit traumatic I I think I spent maybe five years before um, going back to studying so obviously in that time I, I, I did figure out that I actually just want to do uh, visual art and not anything technical um, and I also started like volunteering at the Pretoria Art Museum um, doing some um, museum work like tour guides and yeah. also art workshops that they did for um, kids who would come there. Um, but the weirdest thing about that is that the, the museum was actually opposite my high school and I had never stepped into it prior to that, which is quite a shame. I don't know what I thought was there. It was just this very... Um, intimidating building, you know, the whole architecture of museums and stuff. And yeah. so, yeah, it's quite interesting that I I wasn't even aware of it when I was in school and probably needed it the most. Um, so yeah, I finally studied um, fine art at TET um, and finished my diploma. Um, and stopped for a while to pursue um, to pursue my professional career, I guess. Um, and then later on, went back to try and finish my fourth year. But I, I mean, I, I felt like I, I wanted to go back into academia and stuff but as soon as I was there it felt like such a waste of time it just reminded of how how little value universities actually have when it comes to visual arts and stuff like that 
So, yeah. so I just I just dropped out. I I just never went to class and continued with my career. Not interesting, man. Um, a lot of um, I like why you say that um, you went back. Uh, the museum was outside the school, and it never made sense. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah I, think, I think I think I think most 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 artists have a similar type story. Why do you sort of get enlightened, um, or you realize that this is it? All of a sudden, these places are everywhere. You realize that you know, yeah. it's not there's I so mean, the, the the whole thing with academia is the myth of you having a better opportunity to get a job, like you know, like a, a proper job with a good salary, but that, that's a myth. That hardly ever happens. The most you would get is to be a lecturer. Like that's basically the whole point of studying at a university. They teach you how to be a lecturer. Anything else is quite lacking and outdated. Like for instance, um, you know, I mean, we had like a module for like business or whatever, but it wasn't at all enough for any of us to actually know what we're going to do once we go out because i mean artists are entrepreneurs and for the whole academic system to ignore that and be so outdated that there's no social media um type of education and i mean that's pretty much how i've been making my money through that and but i had to learn for myself on my own and i feel like learning that was the most valuable thing because before that um your only options that at least you know of is to go into the gallery system which eventually i realized was also a scam (laughs) that's Um, interesting yeah and and also my work didn't do so well with the gallery system i mean when i think about it i most of the exhibitions i didn't sell any work even though um i know my work is good and also the galleries who would invite me they like my work but um it took a while to realize why i wasn't really selling much um i think that dawned on me when I started um, making sales over social media like Instagram and realized that most of my sales are from international clients um, and which I guess makes sense why the market and the galleries in South Africa aren't able to sell my work. Yeah, interesting. you know, going through that as an artist, it kind of can, you know, like drive you to think that there's something lacking in your own craft um, when it's only like a matter of mark- the market. Yeah. And, and another thing is that I feel like galleries aren't even willing to try and create markets for. I, mean, artists, I agree. You know? I agree. Well, I very agree. little for them to take fifty percent is ridiculous, because they they actually offer you very little, and 
the all these group exhibitions that they have, um, most of I'd say 80% of the artists showing are just for Deco because they know they have artists who they already have customers for and they don't need to sell their work too hard and they'll make enough money to cover the whole thing. But um, And then it gets expensive for you. Yeah. I mean, you will have to pay to get your work there and pay to get your work back. Yeah, um, and it's just a whole lot of nonsense, actually. No, I'm um, 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 agreed. Um, Caesar, do you want to come in there? We had, we had yeah. Something to say? yeah, no, I mean, you said like a lot, um, a lot, like, you know, when you talk about this, the systems of schools, I promise you I'm going through that myself. My daughter is interested in art. She needs to, she was trying to get into the National School of the Arts. We missed the deadline and the whole government application thing. I didn't know it was so hectic. Yeah. And uh, beyond that, you know, she is expected to be almost perfect, have gone through, like, learn how to play an instrument. And, like, it was just so depressing and long process. Like, but the point is these systems, like, and you keep on mentioning them. We talk about the schooling system. And I know that you worked actually as an art educator at some point in your career because I'd like to find out how that is about and just how art is seen. Like, I feel like courses like Valley Interior Design, like maybe we, know, we don't have big enough, like how do you interact design in a shake? Um, maybe that's why you even dropped out because who's your audience? Who's your market? Who are you selling your product to? after you're done because that concept like it's all just the um, the whole thing of access right yeah. uh, who art you know open to and who can access it but i also just love the fact that you're using the space instagram is accessible and you say what you've seen progress in that space so like we give thanks for that and we're rooting for that because that's like access is like huge guys um, mm. and access to like a global market is way better than a local gallery way better is there space for that is there space for local galleries by the way because like yeah yeah is- yeah uh, sorry i'm sorry caesar uh, i just want to add on top of what you and what you were saying just to just, just so i can because yeah let me just explain what i want to say so I'll, I'll, we'd, we'd like to know, man, like in a post-pandemic world, you know, it is 2022. What's, uh, do you think the stores, do you think the gallery has in the formal, the traditional gallery, which is a systematic time on since the 19th fucking century, uh, do you think they are outdated? Do you think they're still going to last 20 years? Um, I mean, I think they probably might. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm not sure about my prediction on that because I completely pulled away from that whole thing. So, especially starting um, lockdown, I, um, with everything being closed and also with, um, you know, progress being made online, it just 
became less of an avenue that I even wanted to engage with. So um, I'm, I'm not sure how well they're doing now. I haven't been to, I mean, I also didn't go to the art fair because also it's like a flea market basically it's like all the same kind of work there's no variety and that kind of shows like what the market is like because like i remember my last art fair where i was showing work i showed with three different booths and only sold one artwork and that was like that was completely crushing for me that that just like gave me a bit of a depression for like a week but um but yeah like it's you know it, it's i don't know I, I don't think um it works as well as people think it does and i suppose also with south african economy there's less and less rich people to consume because obviously um galleries are mostly there for people who have a lot of money because first of all um they mark up the prices so high that it just strains the whole market of like who can actually buy the work that you're selling Mm -hmm. and as we know very rich people will usually buy from artists that are very well known or that are represented by very well-known galleries as well. Yeah. Yeah. But like, sis, for me, you know, I know I, I was trying to talk about you as an art educator. Like, why are we aspiring to that rich audience? Like, can't art be made accessible? Because sometimes I feel like you know, our audiences, the people that are just not aware of art as a form and um, something to consider, you know, as part of your lifestyle and, you know, spiritual connection to higher things. Because I also see a lot of that in your work and I feel like we've got the audience, maybe it's not the richest one, but just people who are connected in the way that you do like i see your videos and you know obviously because you do that also you interrogate the, the space that you work in the medium that you use you've done collages yeah and, you want to pick on that like, yeah, and, and, right. and you know, space selling through um instagram and you know wes is, is is just like moving with his app as well gallery 360 africa you know that normalizes that space but um i don't know how do you engage with the society that you have just also bearing in mind that the society is very i know it's not completely perfect but the society is aware of the digital space as a space that we need to exist in yeah um i mean um, wait, you started um, wanting to go back to the education thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you start with yeah. So with me, okay, so I started doing art um, education when I was um, at the museum doing the program. And then the last 
time I did that was with there's an organization called Civiqua Art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, I must say, it's a good program. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Civiqua is dope. And, and they also they also pay decently for something that is, um, I don't know, like a, based on like a non-profit thing and getting grants from the government and stuff um so so with that program you get to go teach at a school um and preferably like disadvantaged schools like in in the hood and stuff so i went to my primary school the, the primary school that i used to go to and i think you're there for the first two terms um and then the kids get to exhibit the work that they did um at the art center and that's when it ends but sorry to interrupt i was i was working with grade sevens and grade six but um you can choose whether you want to do primary or high school and which grades it's up to the artist um so yeah i i was excited to do that but it soon became very clear that um there's only so much you can do (laughs) as one person and because like the whole thing was that um the artist would work with um the the class teacher so like the the teacher is supposed to be there with you um and you are just there to facilitate and also while teaching the kids but also teaching the teachers how to teach art because they they have no no i mean because like a lot of the kids they the closest thing to to the art subject they did was just writing doing um tasks in their books you know like they hardly every time i come with paint you can see how the kids are so excited um Mm. to actually do practical stuff Mm. um but there isn't much support from the teachers as well as the school um to make that possible i mean i i just think it's absurd to make teachers who have no idea about art to make them teach yeah. kids art and expect the kids yeah. to get something of value because by the time they get to high school yeah, they, they won't be interested in art because they never got to experience the fullness of it you can't just write about it and think kids will be excited to be artists in the future at all. It's a human rights violation, actually. It is. It is. But the same happens with literature. Like, I also remember how much I hated my English teacher, for example. Like, I hated poetry. Sometimes, like, because I also just didn't get it. I didn't hate it. I didn't have... I had terrible teachers myself. Oh, my God. And like, yeah, Yeah. you were right there. Like when that, when that happens, where teachers are not even trained in the the subject that um, they actually teach, it's it's so bizarre that that's the norm now. 
It is, it is my mother as an astrophysicist teacher, and she ended up teaching maths, mathematics, believe it or not. Um, and she was not very sharp, you know, not that I'm, you know, like numbers wasn't as strong, but she was good at many other different things, so you're right. Could you just explain to us the, uh, the Instagram gig, um, um, how, um, how did you, you know, why, why first Instagram? And how do you use it? Uh, uh, how are you? How are you interacting with your um, with your with your clients? And what are your clients looking for on your page? Who are your okay. clients? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, since this is related to uh, the pandemic, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, earlier. yeah, yeah. So. But um, I I started posting on Instagram before the pandemic, obviously, um, and um, I finally gained an audience by just by I guess following people who were in the same or at least making the work that is in the same aesthetic. Um, category as mine um, so that way I got the right people to see my work because um, it's easier that way to, to, to like get the right market for, for what you do just by um, following people who are also into it because um, at first I, I was just following whoever is suggested um, just from people who I already know. And that was, I I, I must say, I wasn't enjoying Instagram that much before. And then, so when I started finding my own niche, um, that's when things started happening. And um, I would get people... um, wanting to buy and all that stuff so when the pandemic started um it was actually quite surprising because that that year i think i made the most sales than ever before and even after i um i remember one of the clients even buying more artworks because they mentioned that well they have all this extra cash from not going out and stuff. So they might as well buy Brilliant. like more work than like instead of one. Were these international clients yes. um, from from Europe, from, from the West, um, from not from US, Africa? No, from Africa. the US, um, Europe and Australia. Um <clears throat> yeah, that that was quite interesting to me because like it does make sense that people had a lot of extra cash yeah. to spend on things like art because you're not going out to eat, you're not going out to drink and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, 2020 I I did well with that. 2021 did well. But then, so so also with Instagram, that's where um, I would get a lot of these commissions. Like even the Mr. Price one, I got mm-hmm. it. They contacted me 
saying um, they follow me on Instagram. They saw my work on Instagram and they've actually been following me for like four years. Um, and I, I didn't know that, but um, but that was cool to see because I mean, at the beginning of anyone's art career, you you <laughs> you'll sort of like send out your work to all these companies asking yeah. for work and stuff. That that didn't that never worked for me, but it was just interesting to see like how how many of these big clients um, chose to work with me because they saw, saw it on Instagram. Um, That's super interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, I got, I think most of the commissions were I got last year. So that's the Mr. Price one. There's a pick and pay one. Um, and also Ooh. Amazon recently. They um, So yeah, that was cool. But now the problem is with these um, platforms like Instagram, to be honest, this year has been terrible. Um, they probably changed the algorithm. Um, and so because of the change in the algorithms, it's so weird because I'm not getting as much traffic, especially from new people um, wanting to buy my work and all that stuff. So that's been kind of disheartening um, to see that happen. Cause like, obviously I, I prefer Instagram more than Facebook. Um, I started out on Facebook, but I, I guess because on Facebook, mostly the people who see the work are like your friends. And mm. at some point, Facebook changed their algorithms so that pages are yeah. not as seen so much. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, shit. and the whole oh. and the whole advertising thing. Come on. Um, I even had to first I cancelled my ad account on Facebook because they were charging for ads that I I never I remember checking. Uh, wanting to advertise and then they told me I owe for the last ad that I did and didn't pay for and even in the settings Yo, Mark Zuckerberg, don't fuck around you Even in the, even with the ad settings, they had somehow set it to lifetime Whoa! So like the, the good thing about it was that I had changed credit cards, so they weren't able to yeah, keep charging me every month. Um, and the worst thing is that there's no real customer service. I mean, I don't even know how many times I um, try to, you know, put in reports of like this, like explain to me how. So fine, I, I chose that account and I kept on, I kept the Instagram one, but at some point Facebook took over Instagram, like yeah. even with the ad stuff. And then I remember one day getting an SMS that Facebook took money for ads. 
we'll get into to a really interesting part of the conversation where you will say um, what these other platforms um, should be um, and what. So, in your opinion, you know, what, um, how do you think, how do you think these platforms should be created? What do you think they should have, what do you think they shouldn't have? And how do you, and how does the creator sort of fit into that um, ecosystem? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, um, you know, like as creators right now, um, we're at a point where creators need to be the ones creating these platforms and deciding um, what's important um, and also looking out for other creators because I've noticed that um, even with like the Instagrams, the, the others, it's like they will start by enticing creators to be on there and then once they get they get to a point where now they make it harder and harder for create creators to um, continue the success that they've been seeing um, because of you know late stage capitalism. It's better for them to make it harder for smaller creators and and focus on the bigger ones, just like the gallery system does. Yeah. Um, so so like i've been thinking of because i this year after seeing what um how the instagram algorithms can like completely destroy everything you've built um i i have been looking at trying out other platforms and also thinking a lot about that's you know that that's when i started moving more into um video work and wanting to work with musicians because like the biggest realization for me with the pandemic is how i mean it, it's bad for all artists i imagine but probably mostly for musicians especially when you consider that most of the work that the actual musicians get not the money that the actual musicians get is from performance and when that wasn't around it it's like at the same time that's when spotify and them even made it even harder for musicians to make money um but I've realized now, especially um, with YouTube, I, I, I realized that the best avenue to take for any creator, like any of us trying to build platforms that are more ethical, the best thing is to use the, like what Patreon does, um, like give, give the power to the consumers because like they're more likely to give money to the actual artists and not spotify or youtube or and also i remember watching a ted talk long ago um forgot who the artist is but um the whole crowdfunding thing um all the artists that i have 
that I know about, like, um, there's lots of potential there to finally make, um, like, to, to finally get people to pay for what you're worth. Like, for instance, um, people are very willing, especially your fans, um, consumers. I think we're all very aware of how fucked up these platforms um, keep getting. And so instead of um, setting prices according to the, the current system that we have, I've, I've seen how people, consumers will actually give you way more money than um, the, camp, the, the, the big platforms will give you for your work. Because, because then it's up to them to decide how much to give you. I mean, you'll get people could buy your song for $10 instead of a dollar if you give them the option to. Yeah, no, you are right. So, like, having, having platforms where um, you give your consumers the option for them to pay the artist um, with an open heart. Um, I yeah. hear you. I hear you, and you're correct. Um, um, since I can see, um, Escom decided to get hold of you there. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's actually the second time it's happened. <laughs> uh, well, wow. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, everything is just now fun to me. What you see? They were listening to. <laughs> they were listening. Your critics, rappers. It's got <laughs> they're acting fast this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have a lot to say. I have a no, lot to no, say. No, no, but like I agree with you. And this is the platform for that, yeah. I agree with you. Uh, and then super interesting what you are saying. Um yeah. I you are right. I mean I don't know what else to say. You you are you are dead correct. Um and I like the point that you say that your fans will pay you more um is a if there's a directly absolutely absolutely and that's why like we push the whole black love narrative right because i feel like also we don't need to limit our audiences to um you know we should be open and welcome to and ready actually to welcome different new audiences yeah. to like because that's the work and, and you say it's just like that's the work and I mean you've said a lot of things one I wanted to find out like do you find that your audiences because you you refer to them as clients so people come back um, like you know you, you get the same people coming back to consume your art um, that's one question because yeah. I think that's really nice. Um, yeah, I do. Um, and also, I mean, before this year, I was also getting uh, new customers. Um, and it was working pretty well. I mean, you know, that, that, that was a good thing. But until everything just switched up on everyone. <laughs> and yeah. But, <clears throat> But, because um, hmm? no, please go on. Sorry. 
but um yeah as, as i was saying like i thought of also collaborating with musicians main like building platforms where it's more interdisciplinary instead yeah. of yeah just there for images yeah. or just there for digital art you know um sorry sis because that's exactly what i wanted to like sort of touch on the the whole collaboration i know wes and i did a class together so i asked him to do a lecture in a creative writing class you know but through artist lens and i find that that is a powerful platform and that's why we're actually doing this 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 podcast you know to present a different lens on how we consume and criticize and engage um the art that we do and and like you say in academia you're interested in that space you keep saying and it's it's frustrating because i don't know if the space is living within communities do they even know what who their clients are how can they engage them because i find that there's a disconnect you know sometimes between the university and the and and it's clients really the people who come there to learn um i'm not sure yeah i think also the disconnect is because you know like i don't know why they they don't update the syllabus enough um which i mean we see now with technology there's you know a faster update rate of like new ways to make money and um new platforms all the time but like when you know when you go to university i doubt there's even and even today there's even a bigger emphasis on the artist as an entrepreneur like putting that um i can and also like social media as a tool like the internet as a tool um it's so outdated like i wouldn't recommend anyone go to university and now <laughs> that the whole academia has been democratized by being online there's actually um cheaper and um more focused ways you can study art than going to university for three years to learn something that you could have done in one year <laughs> um and then being in debt like now um yeah. and then being no. in you know you can uh nefs i owe nefses but like i've just come to a point where i'm like i'm not going to pay me until they like i'll just make it hard for them to find me and and like it just like it's such an unethical thing for and now it's at a point where you know how these companies they'll sell your debt to a debt collector company so technically you don't owe them anymore but the debt collectors are now going to come after you to try and make up for them the small money that they paid for oh. your debt so it's at that point now and also there's a lot of scammery happening cuz like I get called by a different company saying talking about the same date and it's like 
What mm. the hell? Now how do I know which company is the right one anyway? Yeah. It, it's so it's so messed up. Um but yeah, the internet is there for anyone to learn. Like and I I feel like well for myself, a focus um, like I would have liked to get a more also a more focused um type of um education like for instance when i went back to do my btech i one of the things that annoyed me was that you get given specific tasks like i wasn't there to write essays about other artists in my fourth year like and even that like things like that can deter someone from even um continuing with academia because like most people will be um will excel in things that they're genuinely interested in than writing <laughs> essay about Picasso like who cares about Picasso today yeah like, fuck um, Picasso I think it was a little soggy <laughs> and he drank too much and I think he beat but women fucking Caesar, yeah. sorry, man, you want to come in? Eh? Yeah, because because I I think that I've, you know I love that we have this space where we can really focus on what we are doing to change all of that nonsensical nonsense going on. Like, um, sis, you work with flowers and you know color. Well, recently, like when I checked out, like what you busy with. And it, it it was just we were just celebrating the new year as African, you know, spring. It's a new birth, like according to us, it's a new year, it's a new season. Can you tell us about that process? Because I think that's what I thought um I should mention in the beginning your collaboration with um art, accessible art through like debatings and things that we consume. Because like art for me with your floral it's it's also scent it's also it's, it's it's a whole experience and yeah can you talk about that oh, yeah yeah explain it's a plain yeah yeah i mean firstly i find it quite funny that um i got this um interior design commission um Funny, when right? i dropped out i dropped out of <laughs> So it's so, like coming full circle. Now yeah. I get in the same space without actually oh. going to but yeah. So um I mean yeah, I think that's also like a uh, a really good space for artists to get involved in like merchandising, especially you know like um, I'm quite impressed with Mr. Price that they actually source real artists to um, work on collections and stuff. And I mean, for a company that is 
very much for like working class, middle class, that's actually doing way more for consumers than, and also for creators than all these other ones. Like, so like that was, I wasn't, like I said, they contacted me and I was more than happy to do that. Um, and I would like more jobs like that. Um, so with this one, the theme was actually Women's Month, but um, it kind of fits with spring <laughs> as well. But I'm a spring baby. I guess maybe that's why um, I, I use a lot of flora in my work. Um, and looking back, so so my art started a bit more technical, like the drawings that you were talking about. Um, and it was mainly monochromatic. Um, so that's that, that was influenced mainly by my interest in, um, first in physics, because um, that's when I, I kind of fell in love with um, the sciences and biology, um, or, you know, like, properly instead of in school um, and so yeah I started with the more monochromatic drawings like uh, geometric ones and also the organic because um, I was very interested in like um, complexity and simplicity um, and then at some point I well, because I've, I've always um, said to myself that I don't want to get stuck in one particular um, medium or, or aesthetic for too long. Like, I, not being signed to a gallery has given me also the freedom to do that, to change my, um, my body of work when I want to, when I need to because um, I've realized with artists that get signed it's like you have to make that type yeah. of work for the rest of your career yeah pretty much otherwise yeah. they'll drop you yeah um, so this has opened me up to doing other things so so yeah getting into collage with the I think my first exhibition of them was my solo exhibition uh, the collages with like my face, my portraits and um, like flora and fauna and stuff like that. And, you know, surprisingly, that exhibition was very successful. I mean, it wasn't at a commercial gallery, which was great. Um, but I actually sold half, half, the exhibition was sold, um, although it was to one person, a collector from Belgium. That sort of also confirms my market, because like I've actually had quite um, quite a few clients from uh, Belgium and all those European countries and the US. Um, so this, no, he's an art dealer, yeah. So he bought like half of it. 
um, and that was fantastic. So the work now, I think after that work, I moved on to a different kind of collage, like sort of going back to the more abstract work that I used to do, but now um, mixing it with collage techniques. So um, drawing the um, abstract patterns again, organic and uh, geometric, and then using those to sculpt like um, the, the, the collages. So moving away from using um, figurative imagery and kind of going back to the more abstract. Um, so that's been fun to do. And this year, I, I then had to come up with, I had to, I don't know, start exploring a new medium more. I mean, I had done video and digital work for a while, but now I'm focusing more on that. Um, also, just because I feel like it now. Um, and I, 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 I never want to... Um, how do I put it? Like, do things that I don't really feel like doing, which happens a lot with, like, um, commissions. But um, I'm glad to be where I am now. I'm building my digital portfolio. And I mean, I've done some um, augmented reality and VR, yeah. which is a, a really great market to tap into now while it's still young. Yeah. Um, and I want to do that again. Um, yeah. Um, can you wear like um, one of the one of the things that um, you know I think is consistent in what you in what you're saying is how you are sort of comfortable in being um, in sort of being mainstream but outside of the mainstream you're sort of being comfortable in your skin you're being comfortable in your process and your technique um, which I think is a space that not many artists have um, you mentioned earlier on the frustrations and I've been there with being signed to a gallery or that's uh, a very rigid structure it can also be a very stressful structure and it's not really a sustainable structure either uh, um, i mean like it um, you know the same is for publishers right? and like with, with, even with music company which is which is which is interesting um i guess um i you know um, um one of the one of the beautiful themes that has come across the yeah, is how uh, is how you've taken advantage of the of the of the of, um, of the digital platform and finding and already not finding already found you so big ups to that man that that's a thing yeah. so um one of the one yeah, of I think that, that's definitely where everyone should be invested absolutely. in digital platforms absolutely 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 man for sure um, just for my listeners, something that's quite weird is happening here. Yeah, the screen is, um, I think it's something wrong with Zoom. Um, it looks as if something is, I don't know, something is not correct. I want to see like everything else on the laptop is working. So just for the viewers, if your screen is fuzzy or funny, 
at so parang wala ni working around that community that so um, and get decent stuff soon um, these guys are making too much money over it anyway um sort of yeah. um, uh Caesar, sort of like um sort of to wrap up this um uh, uh, uh episode uh what are you currently i mean oh, besides the commissioned work you know the years almost you know a few months left to the year um you know what's your um are you working on anything um or uh, you know for the rest of the year um, what are the projects outside of okay what are you are you doing and like if the viewers if you know the viewers want to get all of you how do they get all of you and that type of thing um right now i am working on commissions for musicians like album art um and also um yeah it's it's and also with merchandising i started um producing um like t-shirts you know just trying out different things um and like we were saying i think the the merchandise area has been neglected a lot especially by real artists because you find it a lot with like graphic design and stuff but it's actually um a good way to make it to make your art accessible to all class all class and status um so for me yeah you can contact find my work on instagram that's where i i still put up everything on there it's like my um digital catalog so um that's the most updated but now um like i was saying i'm trying out other platforms like youtube and vimeo um still trying to see what works and what might not um so i'm also open to collaborations with um like how do I software even people in in like software engineering design and like uh, the um the what what is like coders um yeah. the web stuff like interesting to collaborate with um yeah those um those how do I put it? Those digital artists, and I can tell you one thing: they definitely listen to this platform. They definitely listen to this platform. That's for sure. Yeah. I spoke to an interesting brother from Lesotho not too long ago. I'm also working on yeah. some really Like AI programmers, software programmers, app programmers. Like um, as we're seeing, like most people have moved away from like desktop websites and yeah yeah, no. um, yeah. <laughs> and so like the, the best thing that could happen is like a platform where it's not only about one thing but it's like um, an amalgamation of um, artists and consumers and like because um, when you think about it YouTube is only for for a specific type of video content and then you get Instagram now they're still trying to figure out whether they want to make it more video or um, stay with image images 
but um, they, they're all kind of separated in a way. Um, so I look forward to, yeah, to doing work like that, but creating platforms with other artists and um, try, try to see if like, you know, we can carve out a niche space Nah, for because sure. I think a lot of consumers are, are now very hungry for um, artist-driven things because we're seeing how late-stage capitalism is like continually fucking us over. Ah. For sure, my sister. Thanks a lot, man. You said a bunch of things. I agree with like 100%. Um, I love your anti but yet pro stance in many ways. Like I love you like I love the conference and the work as well. Like um you definitely hear from us just in terms of the collaboration thing because we definitely big on that. Um, thanks for coming through this platform. My sister says uh, like sorry about the lights and like <laughs> yeah, no. but, um, yeah can you just wrap up first eh? No, it is what it is. I mean I'm so inspired and so grateful since that you joined us today. Like the whole idea of collaboration also just comes down to what I always talk about, black love, you know, black love. I love that you are using different different forms or you're collaborating in different forms and you are present because that's the role of an artist to reflect the times and that's what you're doing, you know? Big up, big up. Uh, I think all these social media spaces are also crazy, man, because the content that's being pushed, it doesn't make sense to me on so many levels. Like, I I don't know when we're going to unpack that, but I know that it's urgent that we create our own spaces as well. Yeah, because... We're not going to change Facebook's mind or yeah. YouTube's mind. But how yeah. do we identify and, and popularize that in our own like communities? And I'm seriously just loving the spring collection. Um, I'd like yeah, to collaborate. Yeah, that, and I also have Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's not, it's not a spring collection, by the way. They don't want me to say that. It's a women's month collection. Ah, it's women's month collection. Okay, that's marketing PR there. Okay, nice one. <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah. if all the listeners checking out, like if you come across the Universe World, please give a shout out. Um, you know, tune into the spot. Yeah. And you can go onto the Mr. Price app to to see the 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 merchandise that I worked on. My, okay. my yeah, I know. We celebrate ourselves here. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Thank you very much, my sister, man. Like, uh, I'll be starting yeah. first when the episode goes live within a few weeks' time. Uh, much love, man. I think that's back. It's really cool to have you too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, that's okay. it. It makes me want to smoke something as well. <laughs> uh, my sister, enjoy your evening. You'll be touching social media now. Bye. 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 Hola. Uh-huh.